The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I saw this piece by Jeff Passan about free agency in the offseason and who the hottest players are. And there's tons of them. So they broke it down into tiers like you know tier one the best players available and then uh, there's like tier two the next eight and then tier three the next 12 and so on and so on and so on so here's the deal the best free agents available obviously Aaron Judge all rise the guy cranked two more on Sunday And he is so close now after hitting 58 and 59 to Ruth's 60 and Maris's 61. It's not even funny. My man is going to make some serious coin. He is going to hit the jackpot. The bank will be filled with Ben Franklin's. He's like 22 clear, the next best home run hitter in the show. He's got, uh, you know... A big lead in RBIs. It's not out of the question the guy could get the triple crown. And, I mean, what he's done, betting on himself this year and putting up these just stacked numbers is insane. He's going to get between three and $400 million this year from the Yankees. And if they don't give it to him, the Mets might or any number of teams will want to step up to the plate to get Judge. He is simply a badass and the best player available in baseball as a free agent. The other top names, Jacob DeGrom. Can you imagine the Mets letting DeGrom go? You know he's going to end up getting more money than Max Scherzer's annual salary of $43.3 million. DeGrom's going to hit a number even bigger. You can count on that. The only question about DeGrom is, can he stay healthy? He's 34. How long can he pitch like this? Like, you know, one of the all-time greats. The guy throws fastballs over a buck. He throws sliders between 93 and 96. His curveball will bust your kneecaps. He does it all. How about Nolan Arenado? He's got five years and $144 million left, but he can leave. He's 31, and you know he'd make more money than $144 million in a new deal as a free agent. The Cardinals cannot afford to let this guy leave St. Louis. How about Trey Turner, the shortstop? This guy could steal 50 bases a year. They're going to start having rules where pitchers can only throw so many pickoff attempts per at-bat. He's 29 years old. He's one of the fastest guys in baseball. He can do it all. 
Now, what about the next tier of players like Carlos Correa? How about this guy? He can stay with the Twins and make $35 million next year. He can even make $35 million in 2024 if he stays. Or he can hit free agency. He'll be 28 next year, so he's still young for the most part. The guy does it all. Hits 280, 358, 457 are his slash line. And it's the same as like last year. He was 280, 357, 463. But everybody says his defense isn't what it used to be. Whatever. I need the guy's bat. I kind of get the sneaky suspicion that he's going to stay in mini. How about Justin Verlander? He'll be a free agent. The guy's had a 1.84 ERA, over 150 innings, and that's coming off Tommy John surgery. He strikes out a batter per inning. He doesn't walk anybody, 1.54 per nine innings. He's probably going to turn down the 25 million player option. That's probably, you know, definite. All that's left to see is how many years he'll get and how much money for a guy that's about to be 40. What about Xander Bogarts, the shortstop of the Red Sox? Leads the AL in batting average. He's slugging 521 in the second half. He'll be 30 on opening day next year. Speaking of shortstops, what about Dansby Swanson of the Bravos? He'll be 29 next season on opening day. He's going to make some fat bank. I mean, what doesn't he do for the Braves on offense? And defensively, he might be one of the best in baseball. How about starting pitcher lefty Carlos Rodon? He's going to get out of his 22.5 player option. He'll be a free agent for the second straight year. And the guy's going to make a lot of money. He's throwing heat 96 miles an hour. He's worked tons of innings. He's got, you know, almost 170 innings. He'll be 30 on opening day. You look at a guy like Corbin. Patrick Corbin got six years and $140 million, And Rodon is like a little bit older, but he's going to make more money than that because it's an advanced year. You go up in years, you go up in money. It gets bigger every year. What about the reliever, Edwin Diaz? He's been absolutely brilliant this year. Is he going to make $100 million as a reliever? He strikes out tons of hitters. His walk rate is below three per nine. His ERA is 1.47. I honestly think the Mets should just keep him and give him whatever he wants. What about Chris Bassett, the Bassett Hound, the right-hander? He'll be 34 on opening day, but he's thrown for a career high in innings. He's almost at 170. He doesn't walk anybody. He strikes out one per nine, and he's been brilliant pitching at City Field for the Mets. You look back at a guy like Rodon, he's going to get five years Bassett's not going to get five years. You might be able to get a good deal for him. Here's some more players like Brandon Nimmo, the center fielder of the Mets. The guy can hit homers. He gets on base, draws walks. 
He's tough in the outfield. They gave the Starling Marte Parte $78 million last offseason. So what does that make Nimmo worth? Same kind of numbers, you would think. How about Jose Abreu of the White Sox? Since May 16th, he's hitting 345. The guy is a freak. He's going to be 36. I don't think the White Sox will let him roll, but if they do, he's going to get a number of offers. Wilson Contreras, the catcher. Nobody made the move for him for the big price tag at the trade deadline, but in the offseason, he'll get offers. He may not get five years, $115 million like Real Muto got in Philadelphia, but he's got a nice bat, and he's going to find the money somewhere. You can count on that. What about Clayton Kershaw? I thought he was going to go to Texas last year, but he went back to the Dodgers. His buddy Chris Young runs the Rangers. Ownership spent a ton of money last winter, $550 million. I don't know why they didn't get him. You think the Dodgers might try to keep him again? He's had a brilliant year despite a couple injury stints. A 2.44 ERA has been beautiful. And he's been with the Dodgers his whole career, 16 years after they drafted him out of Dallas. Our boy Jamison Shots of Tyone isn't getting much love after being fairly average for the Yankees, kind of a back-of-the-rotation type pitcher. I actually don't think he'll make a ton of money because he's only good for five innings every time he goes out. How about the lefty, Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers? He had got to 15-3 and three with a 2.62 ERA, a 4-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio. The guy's been brilliant. How about the innings? I mean, he's churning toward 200. He'll be 33 in the winter, but he's going to make some money. Nathan Evaldi, the right-hander of the Red Sox, will be 33 on opening day, but he strikes out five times more hitters than he walks. People are concerned about his Tommy John. He's had a couple of those surgeries, but he still throws 96 plus. Adam Wainwright is 41. I'm not even sure he'll come back to play next year, but if he does, he probably stays in St. Louis. He loves it there. Josh Bell of the Padres. You'd think he'd make tons of money the way he hits in the first half. He hit 311, but same as last year. The guy hits 206 in the second half and does nothing, so it's going to hurt him. He's 30 years old. He switch hits, but the way he fades every year is going to turn teams off. Andrew Benatendi is going to be on the market. I kind of like him with the Yankees. Uh, the guy uh, can hit for average over 300. Uh, He gets on base. Uh, He doesn't have power, but he can knock one out every once in a while. There's going to be teams that are going to like a guy like Ben Attendi. A lot of people think uh, Tim Anderson is just going to stay with the White Sox, that they'll pick up his one-year $12.5 million option, and then they can even trigger a one-year 14 mil option uh, in the following season in 24. And they love him. He's a badass. I wouldn't let him go. Here's a lot of other names that are going to be on the market. You got guys like Araldus Chapman. Are the Yankees finished with him? How about Mike Clevenger? You think San Diego will let him go? 
And then there's Carlos Carrasco, who's been tough for the Mets. And Matt Carpenter, look what he did for the Yankees before getting injured. Michael Brantley still carries the big stick. You got Michael Conforto. He had shoulder surgery. So no one knows what to expect from him next year. Johnny Cueto. This guy is filthy. I love his stuff. And then there's Zach Davies. Brandon Drury. How tough has he been? Zach Eflin. Adam Frazier. Even Ernest and Julio Gallo. Joey Gallo's going to be on the market. And Kyle Gibson. Andrew Haney will be available. There's a million more names that are going to be available as well. Baseball free agency. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 